This is Reverse Reset Restore, the podcast that challenges you to make changes in your life that will bring you more peace, joy, and love. Whether you want to reverse your belief systems, reset your thoughts, or restore your physical health, I'm here to help because these are areas I'm working on too. Change comes from within. so glad that you're here with me. We're going to kick off this episode on forgiveness. I also mentioned briefly my past experiences as a sexual assault survivor and provide some statistics around that. And while this is just in passing, I know that for those of you who may have experienced similar situations, that can be a triggering subject. So I'm giving you a heads up now that I will be mentioning a little of that experience in this episode. And I'll let you know before I do when we get to that point in our conversation. I've also added it into the chapter details. So you can jump over that bit if required and join us on the other side. Remember that you should always seek out the support of a trained therapist if you're feeling you need more tailored help on your road to self-love and recovery. Forgiveness is a complex and multifaceted concept that plays a significant role in our personal growth our relationships, and our emotional well-being. Sometimes we're not ready to forgive the people in our life who have hurt us. In fact, you may well be sitting there thinking, Sally, don't you dare ask me to forgive anyone who hurt me so badly. I get it. Stick around long enough on this planet and each of us will get to a point where we think most people are shit. Or at least a fair good number of them. Some people and what they've done to us and others don't seemingly deserve our forgiveness. I can't sit here and say that I haven't struggled to forgive some of the people who have hurt me or hurt someone I loved. I absolutely know I can quite happily hold my resentments, hatred and anger, especially in the name of injustice. Sadly, I haven't yet mastered my GI force or dark side powers to inflict the pain back onto the people I think who deserve it. Which is probably a good thing as some days when I'm feeling extra sensitive or just really low, I imagine I would inflict great harm on anyone that came within 10 feet of me. I've held on to unforgiveness towards people who absolutely, in my opinion, without a doubt, deserved my resentment and bitterness. But nine times out of ten, they're people who are no longer in my life and I've had to ask myself who's really being harmed by my holding on to this hurt and anger. Yes, people can suck and they hurt us and they say or do things that could well warrant our resentment to fester away. Wayne Dyer said, there are no justified resentments. When I first heard that, my mind immediately went into defense mode. How could he say that I have no rightful justified resentments? Now, just before I get into this, this is the point where I am talking about sexual assaults and provide some statistics. It'll be over in about two minutes from now if you want to skip ahead. I have sectioned the next chapter so that you know when you can skip to. I was sexually molested as a child and raped as a young woman. In fact, 
I'm now in my 40s and every single decade of my life has been colored by sexual assaults in some form or another. According to the Australian Bureau of Statistics, and this information is from 2021, 17% of women, 1.6 million, and 4.3% of men, around 385,000, have experienced sexual assault since the age of 15. 60% of women and 51% of men who experienced sexual assault experienced it more than once. 11% of women in Australia, that equals about 1 million women, and 4.6% of men, around 412,000, experienced childhood sexual abuse, most commonly by a known person who was not a family member. 2.2 million women, 23% of Australia's population, and 718,000 men, 8%, have experienced sexual violence in their lifetime. That means sexual assault since the age of 15 or sexual abuse before the age of 15. According to the World Health Organization, who, one in three women, around 736 million women worldwide, are subjected to physical or sexual violence by an intimate partner or sexual violence from a non-partner. And this would be a conservative estimate, given that there remains a high level of stigma and underreporting of sexual assaults. I've linked these resources cited in the show notes if you want to review that information for yourself. So given my history and the sad experiences of so many of us, it can feel impossible to offer up forgiveness to those who have violated us sexually and physically. But it's not just sexual violence that can create unforgiveness in us. I've had people undermine me, backstab and gaslight me in the workplace and nothing was done about it. There were people who I thought were my friends who spread false and ridiculous rumors about me. I have memories of things people said to me as a teenager that still linger in my mind and bring back a sense of shame and yeah, resentment. Yet if I were to go directly to some of those people and remind them of what they said, firstly, they likely wouldn't even remember uttering the sentences my brain has enslaved me to, nor would that have even been their intention. Most people are not trying to hurt us in the first place, but do so because it's the perfect storm of our own perceptions, emotions and belief systems that take on what has been said or done to us. That's the tricky thing about humans. All our communication can be misconstrued, misdirected and taken out of context, inflicting wounds with words. I'm sure that even as I speak, you are sitting there listening and making your own list of dreadful experiences that you feel resentment over. And some of it is beyond awful. I'm not minimizing your experiences and your pain because I know it's real. It took me a long while to get my head around the idea that I don't need to take any ownership of my resentments, no matter how entitled I felt to them. And we do feel entitled to our unforgiveness, yet holding on to it or letting it go comes down to a choice. Forgiveness is the act of consciously and willingly letting go of feelings of anger, resentment 
and even the desire for revenge towards someone who has wronged or hurt you. It is a process of releasing negative emotions and moving towards a state of emotional healing and sometimes reconciliation. We often think that forgiveness is about excusing the behavior of those who have hurt us. But it's not about excusing behavior or saying that what has been done to us by other people is okay. Catherine Ponder says, Forgiveness is not an exoneration of the wrongdoer, but a release of the grip of resentment and thoughts of revenge. When I've been resistant to forgiving someone, the only person who suffers is me. Aren't we good at owning our suffering? What good martyrs we become, carrying our burden so diligently, sometimes for decades. Sometimes some people choose to carry this around for a whole lifetime. Florence Scovel Shin said, There is no point in asking someone, what's the matter with you? We might rather ask, who's the matter with you? Unforgiveness is the most prolific cause of disease. Every disease is caused by a mind not at ease. So where the hell do we even start to set aside our resentments and move towards a place of real forgiveness? How do we let go of years of pent-up hurt and rage towards those who have done us wrong? And what if you're not even ready to forgive? If you're feeling like you want to hold on to your resentment, your unforgiveness, your suffering, I would challenge you to reflect on why. What are you getting out of it? Are you enjoying some aspect of playing the part of victim? Do you get some type of payoff from those around you? Are you enslaving others to your justified resentments by playing the blame or shame game? Do you feel good, righteous, better than others to hold your unforgiveness over someone's head? Louise Hay said, You can never be free of bitterness as long as you continue to think unforgiving thoughts. How can you be happy in this moment if you continue to choose to think angry and resentful thoughts? Thoughts of bitterness cannot create joy. No matter how justified you feel you are, no matter what they did, if you insist on holding on to the past, then you will never be free. I know forgiveness is hard. It asks you to let go of something that has caused you pain and that can be really tough, especially if we have built our lives or even our personalities around this central theme. But forgiveness is necessary if you want to experience more freedom and more love and peace in your life. Forgiveness doesn't make you a doormat. It doesn't mean you're weak. In fact, forgiveness is an incredible attribute of the strong. It changes your life. It sets you free. As Desmond Tutu puts it, the heart of forgiveness is release. When we forgive someone, we take back control of our own fate and our feelings. Here's what can happen when you make the decision to release yourself from the chains of resentment and choose to offer those who have caused you pain forgiveness. You give yourself space to release resentment. 
Forgiveness involves letting go of feelings of anger, bitterness and resentment towards someone who has wronged you. It's a conscious decision to free yourself from the emotional burden that holding on to these negative emotions can bring. You develop empathy and understanding. To forgive, one often needs to cultivate empathy and try to understand the perspective of the person who caused their harm. Recognizing that everyone makes mistakes and has their own struggles can be a catalyst for forgiveness. If we can find a way to look at those who have hurt us as people perpetuating their own hurts onto others because they don't know any better, it can really help us to look at them with empathy rather than with resentment and judgment. Unfortunately, we often expect others to behave in ways that they simply can't because they lack the capacity or ability to do so. People can't be different if they don't know how to be different. Recognizing that we all make mistakes and we can all be capable of hurting others and have done so until we learn better helps to bridge the gap of our understanding. You find healing and self-compassion. Forgiveness is a healing process for you as the forgiver. It allows you to heal from the pain and move forward. It gives you the opportunity to show compassion to the person or people who may have hurt you, as well as being compassionate towards yourself for experiencing the hurt. Louise Hay said, forgiveness of yourself and others will release you from the prison of the past. You accept imperfection is a part of life. Part of forgiveness is accepting that people are imperfect and bound to make mistakes. No one is immune to errors in judgment and forgiving acknowledges this reality. You can rebuild trust. Forgiveness doesn't always mean reconciliation or condoning the actions of the wrongdoer. Trust may need to be rebuilt and that process often takes time and effort from both parties. You create boundaries. Forgiveness doesn't mean allowing someone to repeatedly hurt or take advantage of you. Establishing healthy boundaries and protecting yourself from further harm is vital while still embracing the idea of forgiveness. Sometimes this may mean you need to remove someone from your life. It may mean that you need to be explicit in what you will and won't accept. And that means you may get pushback from people who don't know how to accept your boundaries, especially if this is something new. But you are absolutely okay to redefine what is appropriate or not in your life. Letting go of the past. Forgiveness is about freeing oneself from being stuck in the past and enabling a positive shift towards the future. It's about not letting that hurt define your life or hold you back. Louise Hay said, only in the present moment can you create your future. If you are holding on to the past, you cannot be in the present. It is only in this now moment that your thoughts and words are powerful. So you really don't want to waste your current thoughts to continue to create your future from the garbage of the past. It's a process, not an event. 
Forgiveness is seldom a one-time event, but rather a journey that may take time and effort. It's normal to experience ups and downs along the way, but the commitment to forgiving is what matters most. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Forgiveness is not an occasional act. It is a constant attitude. That means we must be willing to constantly practice forgiveness. I know for myself, there are some people in my life that I've had to really forgive over and over because I found I was still holding on to resentment and I actually had an unwillingness to forgive them. I felt justified in my resentments. There are some situations which will be easy to forgive and others are going to take some time, work and effort. For those who I can't just offer up total forgiveness for the first time I try to forgive them, I have done different things till I get to that point where I am sincere and no longer bound by what they did to me. Sometimes I have talked directly to them about what they've done and how it hurt. I have written a letter to the people, sometimes burning it or ripping it up or keeping it somewhere. I've held a conversation in my mind or out loud. I have screamed, cried, punched pillows and gone for long walks on a beach, pouring sand from my fingers as I release my anger and hurt towards people. My point is, is that forgiveness is a process. It doesn't always disappear magically right away. And sometimes it does. If you find yourself having to forgive someone over and over, recognize it, acknowledge it, and meditate on what you can do to free yourself once and for all. Again, remember that forgiveness is not really about the person you're forgiving. It's for yourself. Forgiveness and justice. I think a lot of people who don't want to forgive think that in doing so, they won't get justice. The two are not mutually inclusive. In fact, forgiveness is quite distinct from justice. Forgiveness is about emotional healing. Justice focuses on on accountability and addressing the consequences of harmful actions. You can forgive and still get justice. You can forgive and never get justice. Forgiveness is an action that you do that will change you on the inside. Roberto Assagioli said, Without forgiveness, life is governed by an endless cycle of resentment and retaliation. If you were caught up in this endless cycle then you will know just how exhausting it is. I know that forgiveness for some people that have really caused you significant pain seems impossible or improbable. My suggestion would be to work up to the big ones by starting small. In a world full of self-imposed judge, jury and executioners, a digital life landscape of social media comment sections with the endless trolls and keyboard warriors and all the spaces in between, there are daily opportunities for us to get offended, be wounded or get hurt. There are also just as many ways for us to inflict the same wounds upon others too. Hurt people hurt people. And so we're all going around carrying out our hurts on everyone else because we won't let go of the unforgiveness we carry around like a comfortable burden. So we've talked about the importance of forgiving other people in order to free ourselves. But there's more likely another person in this equation 
who we need to extend an olive branch to. Yes, I am talking about ourselves. When you look at what withholding forgiveness does, truly look at it. You have to see the person who has been harmed is the one holding that offence. Unforgiveness is a decision to hold on to being offended or wounded. And when we're doing that, we hold ourselves in a purgatory of our own design. David R. Hawkins, author of the book Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender, which I'm likely going to refer to in many upcoming episodes, and I highly recommend, asks a question which I frequently remind myself of. How long do we want to go on suffering? When are we willing to give it up? When is enough enough? The part of us that is holding on to that hurt and resentment, that anger and all the associated negative emotions is holding on to suffering. It is the part of us that is acting out of our own smallness. Smallness is ironically driven by our ego and our ego is driven by fear. Fear of lack, fear of not being enough, fear of stepping into the unknown, of being rejected, forgotten, unseen. I could go on. Fear, 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 fear. When we allow our fears to drive us, We keep ourselves trapped to this idea that our resentments are justified and our stubbornness to hold on to unforgiveness, no matter the personal cost, is worth the price we pay. But unforgiveness can become the stumbling block that trips us up in all areas of our lives. It's not our tormentors, abusers, trolls or accidental enemies that suffer. It is ourselves. I don't know about you, but I am my own worst critic and mortal enemy. I have spoken words over my life that I would never say towards others. I have belittled myself, overcompensated and put other people's needs, wants and expectations above my own needs, driven by the need to be seen as accommodating and likeable. And this is especially true in my work life. I've busted my guts out trying to be perfect, to please others, to be everything to all people. And the cost has always been to my detriment. I've burnt myself to the ground until my body stops me. And then the shame becomes another burden I add to the list. But it's never kindness, compassion or forgiveness. No, those are not yet my natural go-tos in my spiraling state. I still turn my hatred towards myself. The forgiveness I most need to work on is the forgiveness of me. What I perceive as weakness or incompetence or not being acceptable or good enough. Doing this work of self-discovery and healing has revealed to me that I have internalized a lot of unforgiveness towards myself. But self-forgiveness is as crucial as forgiving others. Many individuals struggle with guilt and regret over their own past actions and learning to forgive oneself is an essential part of personal growth. Forgiveness is a gift to ourselves. Rather than solely benefiting the other person, 
It allows you to reclaim your power and emotional well-being, irrespective of the actions of the wrongdoer. So your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to look at where you might be holding a small grievance in your everyday life. It could be as small as someone not holding the elevator for you, or a person cutting you off in traffic. Perhaps your significant other does a small thing, or a bunch of small things that annoy you. Perhaps you made a mistake that you subsequently replay over and over in your mind, or repeat in your actions, that keep you feeling like you can't forgive yourself. Wherever there is something in your life that makes you feel resentful, frustrated, angry, things that lead to a root of being unable to forgive, next time you're confronted by these things, choose to forgive. Let it go. Ask yourself, is this reason enough to let me suffer? Is this worth the physical, mental and emotional pain I will put myself through holding on to this? When will I be willing to give it up? How long do I want to go on suffering? When is enough enough? You are worth forgiving and extending forgiveness to those who have hurt you. No matter the depth of that hurt, it is possible and it is worthwhile. Remember that forgiveness is a personal process and everyone may approach it differently based on their experiences values and beliefs. It's not always easy, but it is a transformative and liberating experience for those committed to refusing to give in to their ego and continue to suffer. As Jonathan Lockwood Huey says, forgive others not because they deserve forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. Forgiveness is the gift you deserve to give yourself And it's only you that can do it. This has been a big topic and I appreciate you sticking through with me. I'd love to hear your thoughts and experiences on forgiveness. Do you agree it is possible to forgive? Even the most seemingly unforgivable transgression. Or do you disagree and think one should always hold on to their justified resentments depending on the cause? Let me know by commenting over on the Reverse Reset Restore Facebook page. I've got a special forgiveness thread there. I have shared a bunch of quotes throughout this episode and I hope that at least one of them resonated with you. I've included them all in the show notes and across social media. Here's the last one as we reach the end and it comes from Corrie Ten Boom. I want you to consider how unforgiveness keeps us in a prison of our own design. And if we design our prison, we can also design our release from it. As Corey says, forgiveness is the key that unlocks the door of resentment and the handcuffs of hatred.